0: Oh, okay. Cool. That's, Let me know when you start it. Uh, and I'll me started. do a tiny little intro. So welcome, uh dear listener, to Plopcast. Uh the podcast that aims to plop onto your plate like with the audacity of that first dollop of mashed potato hitting your cold plate. Uh how how was that intro, Tom? I've been working on it for quite a bit today. Uh yeah, you
1: know. It's pretty good. I mean mashed potato, yeah. I can get behind that.
0: I don't know, I was just trying to think of something that um made a nice plop sound. Um that wasn't too uh, crude for this opening episode. What, that wasn't human shit. Yeah, I mean like you didn't have to say it um quite so, but um yeah, yeah, no that that, that is what I was thinking of.
1: Oh, it's cool. I mean we're we're all covered in everything. Like I've i set the uh like the podcast listing too explicit, so
0: uh Oh that's really because I was thought I thought I was gonna have to um children listening. Well, no, I, I thought I was going to have to tell everyone, like, um, or explain to, like, my mum or something, going, oh, you know, making this podcast. Um, can't tell you what it's about. Not because it's secret, but because I don't really know myself.
1: Um,
0: right. And also, you probably won't like it because there's a lot of swearing. Um, but please, please support me in this. Yeah. Um, uh, does,
1: does your mum uh, know you swear?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. that She <laughs> knows. And I think, like, I um, I think she knows that all three of us, like, as in myself and my two sisters, like, we all love swearing. I think I don't, I don't quite know where we get it from. But I don't know if it's, it's almost like a subconscious reaction to my mum's hatred of swearing. I don't know. Um, but I think I also... I, I I sort of held off on swearing for a long time. And then I suddenly got to, like, year nine. Um, I think it was actually through one of my English teachers who, like... Because she swore all the time. And then that kind of sort of bores out the swearing in me. What oh, uh,
1: right. She swore in class.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not... Not necessarily at people, but, like, <laughs> used it to to colour her own language. Oh, okay, that's interesting.
1: I n- I'd never had that when I was in, uh... I think, well, when I, when I got, like, towards, like, GCSE, like, year 10, 11, I had, like, a really amazing drama teacher, and, like... Yeah, he, he did reach a certain level of comfort around us where he did sort of swear. Uh, So, but I'd say he was the exception.
0: I think even though my mum my, my was an English teacher for a long time... um. But I think it was weird because she was the only one. I mean, she she taught the same secondary school I went to, um, and we and uh, she taught our class for all but like two sessions, and then that was just too much for us because my the class the four was in was like terribly behaved. Um, but all of her department, like uh, they all they all, all of the time swore like drunk sailors. Um, <laughs> I mean, it might just be because I have had those anecdotes. It might be the maths teachers are equally sweary. Um, I'm sure, like if you were to um, if you were to line all lots of teachers at my school up and say like, okay, you gotta you gotta hammer a nail into a block of wood with uh, beer goggles on, um, I'm sure like half of them would swear when they eventually hit their thumbs.
1: Nice. that's I'd say that's a a, a really good metaphor. I mean, they, they also say the uh don't they say the smart the more intelligent people swear? I don't know. That's what I like to believe.
0: Yeah, th- I think it... I don't know which part of the brain. I think it, it engages a slightly different part of the brain. And so it's like in the same way that... The, um, ma- the Manning gland. <laughs> the um, the, chubby, I'm sure the, it's a... the
1: chubby brown
0: cortex. <laughs> the chubby brown part of the brain. I like, I like to think that if you actually did a... Um, obviously, like, if you... From what I've seen on, like, TV, if you get a brain preserving formaldehyde, you do... Like, it does look kind of brown. Um, <laughs> but particularly, like, the... Um, Oh, what's it called? Um, it's called brown brain. It's called brown brain. I've got brain, a case no. of. The, I've
1: got a really dark. You got to help me.
0: I got a case of the brown brain. It's a miracle I can speak. I have got all brown brain going I, on. I can't stop swearing. <laughs> there was um, I think uh, Dave Bedil's father had a um, in all seriousness, I think Dave Bedil's father had a um, had a form of Tourette's or a degree of dementia. It's where...
1: Picks, yeah, Picks
0: disease. Pix Disease, yeah, where it was just like the the actual the the um the presentation of it is just lots of swearing or like being really inappropriate. That's kind of like where those filters have gone.
1: Yeah, I um I watched a bit of the we, we we might have watched a bit of the same documentary, but yeah, I watched it when it was on. Um yeah. Really emotional
0: actually. But yeah, it was I mean, I only saw the trailer, so maybe maybe I'm speaking a bit more callously. I don't quite have the same emotional investment that you do, per se.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 a it's an emotional watch because yeah, he, he literally just uh, documents like the conversations with his dad and how sort of the condition progresses. But y- you pretty much got it right in what you said. Essentially, it is this form of like it's this form of dementia, and I think it is with like the uh, the um, sort of usual hallmarks of. Of uh, losing your mem- your memory and stuff, but yeah, with this added thing of it, like it like makes you hyper aggressive and like swear and stuff. Um, yeah, it was it's, it's pretty heartbreaking actually.
0: Well, it doesn't help that like, from my experience, is that as people get older, generally like the sort of the, the the sort of filters of politeness, not as in like being you know stopping you being rude, like you know like calling someone names or anything, but like as in the the general filters of um i should i probably shouldn't do this like it's fine but i probably shouldn't do this those tend to go away like um the one i remember most strongly was um i think the last time i saw my dad's father um we were all sitting around at dinner and like he barely he'd barely moved from like the, the armchair in the living room for most of the day and then we had you know we had dinner together um and then literally the the second he'd finished, he just up and left like obviously like i guess you can do that but you know you you, you don't even wanna stay and chat or like wait till everyone else is finished doesn't know that was that was like the one in my mind and obviously obviously the the blind racism he exhibited as well without uh you know any any caution for varying political beliefs or least common decency
1: yeah it yeah it's an interesting one i mean like my uh my my mum's um parents are uh just realised they gotta make sure they don't listen to this. They won't though. I mean, they don't even have the internet, so it's all good. Um, they they're like um, super yeah, super racist, homophobic sort of thing, and, and they're a bit like crazy. They're like they're totally nuts, but it's because like basically they they live in like this self-imposed bubble, um one of the funniest things my granddad ever said was he, he literally said, but without like a shred of irony, he actually said like, oh, I'm perfectly happy living in, living in my own little bubble. But he, but he meant he meant it like wholeheartedly and like as a point of pride. Um, but they're similar in the sense of uh, they very much have no like, it, they're such an interesting combination. They're basically a combination of like being hypersensitive to like criticism or like ridicule. So if if you like poke fun of them or make like a sarcastic comment, They'll get really offended, but but they on the other hand like they're constantly like throwing their weight around, um and like pushing people around and like making fun, but like the moment you flip it around on them, yeah, it, it it's nuts. But they they very much have that kind of uh, I don't mean to sort of tar all elderly people with the same brush, but they do have that kind of trademark, um, really not giving a shit about what they say, even if it might have like so many like insane uh insane connotations. Um but that is uh I, I think I think we've just basically tapped into like a potential gold mine for podcast material because I've got like so many stories of my uh my mum's parents, my grandparents, uh, uh of tales of embarrassment and humiliation in public not of them uh of me of, of us because we were with them you know there's, there's oh yeah
0: they're they they think it's completely normal behavior at least they're just so oh they're
1: made of they're made like of steel the uh they literally uh yeah they're, they're like uh sort of hard as hard as nails um my uh m- my grandfather being kind of like being a plumber and sort of being he's, he's very much sort of like salt salt of the earth and he uh, he basically detests anyone who sounds like a little bit posh, even even if posh is actually uh, just a regional accent that's just coming so, out.
0: So if I so if I just said something perfectly normal to him, um, just 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 because I happen to, I mean pe- people accuse me of being posh and of going to private school. Um, I guess I guess that well I, I grew up near Cambridge, but also well, I didn't go to private school. But I mean I grew up in the, obviously that neck of the woods. But also, I think probably because I had um, a lot more of a hand in my speech education than most, I think I feel like... And also probably because I'm a pedant, I tend to um, really emphasise consonants. Um, I'll put it on my CV. I'm really good at consonants. <laughs> you put um, on the CV, I,
1: I am a pedant.
0: Well, I mean, I, di- I didn't put that on my PhD application CV. I felt like um, they'll probably just get that naturally from the interview. Um, you know, do you know what I mean? I don't need to say it. Um, I think I think that would just that would be unnecessary. I think. Yeah, I really,
1: I really should uh, do my own PhD application one of these days. That is something that's on the back burner at the moment. But now that I'm unemployed and uh, all the days just blur into one, and that I'm only getting out of bed at like two in the afternoon, might be I mean, time I, to only maybe if you,
0: only if you want to. Like, I, I once I left my masters, I was really sick of academia. Then. And actually, to be fair, I think a lot happened in the last three years, good and bad, which has been like sort of put me in better stead to kind of do something which is more like a job per se rather than just the usual like dicking about and oh, there is a subject matter to this, by the way.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, with me, it's kind of like something I realised after doing like the past sort of like four years of just doing really shit jobs um, It's just sort of taught me that, like, I need to try and find a way to, like, get my interests and, like, this thing that will make me money to, like, coalesce. Uh, so that was one reason I wanted to maybe go for the PhD. Because, um, yeah, I'd also, like, I mean, it just seems like the sort of thing I could do, you know? Like, oh, I, I I'd, I'd be fine getting up and talking to, like, a room full of people about stuff I care about, you know, it's and, and get paid for it. That was kind of the, sort of the cushy image i've got of it but uh yeah no it's 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 an interesting one though because it is a bit of an undertaking and also like i think it's probably really expensive as well but i don't know we'll see
0: well, i mean um, it depends where you go it depends if you are you're paid as a um as an employee
1: um, that'd be the dream i guess is that you try and find a uh and is it like an assistantship or a, a teachership whatever they call it where yeah where like they they either pay you a wage or they just knock a bunch of money off your uh off, off well, i mean fears. i'm
0: i'm looking in europe so like they i mean tuition's already a lot less but also well at least in like um northern europe but um i'm yeah i'm i found that the yeah as as the tuition being quite low compared to the uk um it's also there's a lot of like international phd programs where it's like as a salary obviously you're meeting people from all over the world um so i mean i think i've i've, I've gone quite competitive uh, not as in like that i'm worthy of the competition as i'm just saying like um the, the the stakes are reasonably high within that the world of um biological research
1: yeah i mean that's the other thing with me is like i'd have to uh <laughs> i'd have to look at like where once a creative writer because it's a bit like i i can't even teach like uh english lit really because i was always like really shit at writing essays and stuff so
0: I mean, you also if you're teaching it to kids, you also need like a uh, PGCE or something like that. Yeah, that's true. From from what I understand.
1: Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's true. If you want to be like a yeah full time teacher or something, but yeah, man, this has been <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> the first thirteen uh, minutes sorry, of up. this podcast have been such a bummer. We need to we need to. Uh,
0: well, I don't know. I feel like. I mean, I could have said a lot worse. I don't know. I feel like that's very true. I I don't don't, don't know. I don't know if it's a bummer. I mean, particularly talking about grandparents, I could could go quite bad. But um, no, I don't know. I I feel like uh, I mean, I guess it's the beauty of it. I mean, like the we don't. I mean, you could probably tell already. We don't have a um, agenda. We don't have an agenda for this.
1: Um, Well, we technically don't have agenda either because I uh, on the. Uh, when i was setting up the social media for this i went on like the facebook and i it said you know what gender are you and i, I went with uh, you know prefer not to say uh so we've got does no it, gen- it, we've got no gender we've we've got no agenda
0: does it does it still ask you for a gender even if you're like even if you're saying like you're, you've said i'm setting up a page for a business um, and it goes oh are you a male or female business does that is that still a thing
1: <laughs> we're a lady or business I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, I I might have set it up wrong because I think at the moment it's set up as if I was a person, like first name plop, surname cast. Um,
0: I I don't know why I sniggered at that. Like it, we've we called it plopcast. I mean, like I I should I should be used to this by now. But all the times we've been saying it.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's uh. Podcast or uh, plopcast Four Twenty, uh, as I've also had to call it on other things on the Instagram and stuff. Wait,
0: but you didn't have to call it that, unless unless oh unless you need like numbers, you need numbers in the username.
1: Uh, yeah, I just well Four Twenty. I think that perfectly encapsulates like what's on our mind most of the time. You know the kind of guys we are.
0: Yeah, the time is what's on our.
1: I, I think... I, mean, like, I didn't mean. But we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're
0: both in our late twenties. Uh, the time, in sort of in a grander sense, is kind of always on our mind. Um. Never, never mind. In our early twenties, when you know, time was a bit more ephemeral and like meaningless.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd say we're, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, late twenties, uh, definitely the start of your third act. So uh, you know, you got
0: to start thinking about, you know, paying off everything you established in the first act.
1: Uh, yeah, that that stuff, and then also like you know, just about how like you know, like nothing matters, and that uh, you know. Well, uh, I guess the only thing that really matters is money. Uh, that's obviously why we're doing this. Um yeah, just you know, getting as much money as you your you, your fat little baby hands can sort of like clump it in, in the little those little sweaty fists and uh you know, and then you just take that to the take that to the grave with you. Um
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm self-conscious. Well, well they because, they can uh, <laughs> they can take you can take it with you. You can, apparently. yeah, He's cramming yeah. in the coffin. Um yeah, well, but that's that's what the the entire um that's what it, mummies wouldn't exist if they said well you can't take it with you. It'd been all right, just put me in a ditch. No, they thought no, that was what they were the, all about. The, the pharaohs thought no, 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 I am taking it with me, um, and uh, you know, and and the slaves and um and my cat. Um, yeah,
1: absolutely, and uh, but not my organs though. <laughs> Or my organs get no, no. Actually, no. Or did they take it with them? I know that all their organs
0: got pulled some out. Of, some of the, I think the put in pots. They were put in canopic. I think it's called canopic jars. Yeah, pots. Um, yeah, like little little flower pots. Um, I come. I'm gonna. I'm, again, me being a pedant, I'm gonna look this up because I have a feeling that the only, one of the only, only organs that wasn't taken out was the heart because they actually need that to carry on um, into the afterlife. Uh. What are we doing? Um, can I yeah. pick Jar? I didn't. Know. I also
1: didn't mean to. Uh, just a slight tangent. I didn't mean to shoot down the uh, the, the the podcast immediately. I'm just. I'm a, I'm a little bit paranoid. Uh, just because I. I mean, it's not a huge deal. Uh, but basically, uh, so one of the reasons I I am really into podcasts and like listening to people talk is because of like I've I've got like a few podcasts that I like listen to, and one of my favourites at the moment is uh, a podcast called Come Town, uh, which is a, uh, a wonderful podcast that's uh, done weekly by uh, these three stand-up comedians. Uh, very, very funny, uh, quite offensive. Uh, but basically, I, I I love listening to them. Um, but they mentioned something that I then sort of looked up was that they, they became aware of these podcasts that that review other podcasts like that's what they are like it'll be like you know hello welcome to the it'll be like hello it's me the, the the podcast reviewer and this week we're going to be listening to this podcast and then so it's a podcast where someone listens to podcasts and then reviews them and tells them what they're doing right and wrong um and like come town as far as i'm concerned is like one of the funniest things i've heard in years and like it's just fucking phenomenal and like the this this guy uh was like listening to it and reviewing it and it was just like he just didn't get any any of it. He just he, he seemed to just not get uh jokes. And he was just like he was like, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh this is a podcast where we've got the uh we've got what I I like to say is the uh the three guys one brain situation. And it was just like and I was listening to it, I was just like, fuck's sake, but I don't know. It's just maybe weirdly self-conscious of like, uh, you know, the do's and don'ts of of, of podcasting. But I guess, I guess the the beauty of it is, is that I don't think me and you really care. <laughs> I mean, I think we yeah. Just... I mean,
0: yeah. There's that. I think this is this is one of the first things where rather than me thinking about it in my head for like four, or five years and going like, oh, but this isn't ready yet. I can't do it. Um, it was actually just a mate just said, oh, why don't you do a podcast? And so it's, it almost feels like we've got a slight cognitive dissonance from it. It's like, um. This is like literally just giving it a go. Basically, um, yeah.
1: I mean, we we did it more because other people asked us to do it. You know, it was like, it was literally because we, we have a, a, f- a friend who literally said to us, like, I-, I want you two to do a podcast. And, you know, and we,
0: you know, we, we had time. And so we thought, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Um, on a similar note about podcasts, I mean, something like any sort of form of media, like music, films, Books, particularly books, I always list these things to listen to, it and then just don't listen to it because I get I get quite prudency about when when is like the optimum time to take this in fully. Um, right. But what? Um. But something which I think at least I've only seen this in like the TV show version. When I say the TV show version, I mean people on YouTube doing compilations of funny bits from it, but out of context. Um,
1: oh yeah, I've never really watched any of those, but I see them pop up in like my YouTube. Um. um What's it, my YouTube feed where it says, yeah, it's like blank without context.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I watched a lot of, um, are you familiar with the the show, uh, My Brother, My Brother with Me? Uh, no, I haven't heard of that. Um, I mean, I, I found, I found out about two of the brothers, um, Justin and Griffin through Polygon, you know, like the, I think it's like the gaming branch of Vox Media. Oh, um, right. Yeah. I know. Polygon. They got some good shit on YouTube. Um, but yeah, they were, they, as well as making a name in Polygon, they'd also like, um, They've got this show with... So, it's Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy. Um, I think their dad was, like, a radio host, and I don't know how they got into podcasting, but they just set up a podcast where they, like... Supposedly, the theme of it is, like, people write in and they give advice, but obviously, these guys have been, like, goofing around with each other um, since they were little. It's like, it's very, like... From what I've gathered, it's very, very silly um, and very sort of nonsensical, um, which I like. I think... um, there's not there's, there's not enough like um sort of like non-sequitous humor at the moment or like really kind of just sort of spitballing I think it, a lot of it's like I mean some very heavily scripted stuff in terms of like um comedy film and TV is good like um arrested development apparently was like almost written to death and sort of rehearsed to death um but like also, yeah also
1: like I think arrested development was like really ahead of its time as well um I think when it first came out, uh, I think a bunch of people like didn't really know what to make of it. Um, I know I, uh, I showed it to my parents uh, at one point uh, and they just couldn't really, it was weird. They were, they were, I mean, my parents have got like, they've got really good taste. Uh, they've got good comedy chops, as I like to say, like that, you know, they're they're part of the reason I sort of got into like Vic and Barb and uh, any sort of like surreal stuff so they you know they they kind of they've got a great sense of humor but I think with Arrested Development they did they almost like struggle to like follow the sort of I don't want to say intricacies but you know what I mean of, of of that Arrested Development style of writing like you say it's just everything is so like tight and like in interwoven um and jokes get like called back and there's like you know everything's sort of laid out quite nicely but um I know what you mean about uh yeah, like non- non-sequitur non humor. I mean, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the stuff I like at the moment and, and ha- have been watching for like the past few years is mostly on the internet. You know, it's usually like Adult Swim stuff um, or just like, yeah, like stuff I've found on YouTube because like mostly you, you look at like, I mean, comedy on the BBC has been like pretty shit like since they uh, sacked off BBC Three. Uh, I don't know if you saw like, um, they, they now put BBC Three on, like, the graveyard slot of BBC Two. So, like, if you stay up late enough, BBC Two, like, turns into BBC Three. Well, I thought um, it was also
0: it was just, like, an iPlayer thing.
1: Yeah, so what it is is basically it's an iPlayer thing, but if you stay up on, like, certain nights of the week, BBC Three do do, like, a bit of a takeover on BBC Two. So, you know, you can catch some of it on actual telly. Uh, so, like, I caught some really good stuff, like... um. I don't know if I, t- I might have already told you about it but there's a show called This Country. Um
0: Oh yeah, you were talking about it the other day.
1: Uh, that is f- absolutely fantastic. Uh but it's it's very it's very sort of quite tuned to my sensibilities. It's like it's quite loose and improvy. It's like um it's and it's filmed like a mockumentary. Um so it's basically like um so in in real life it's it's written by a brother and sister um and in the show they play cousins um and they basically just play these two sort of youths that just live in like the Cotswolds um and there's nothing to do there's just absolutely nothing to do and it's just about them like you know sort of hanging about and killing time and uh it's just amazing like it's so clever and like human uh and loads of other pretentious comments I could probably say but um again that was one where it's like i, I think it was on bbc2 for a bit but again it like i don't think it got anywhere near the exposure it, it should have got i think it got like a fair bit but any that it got is like too little um but it's like you see that uh and it's that in favor of like oh god there was this fucking awful one i saw a bit of it was like a daytime comedy so it like had to be clean it was uh oh christ what was it called it had jack d in it um it was just this one where it was like him and his wife like moved to a house in like the country or something. And it was like, oh, it was like fucking abysmal. Uh, but again, like scripted, sort of scripted comedy. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. You know, I, I tend to find that like, I don't really watch much British stuff anymore, really for like comedy. I tend to watch more American stuff that I come across on Netflix. Um,
0: as, as um, I as, say, as talking about like sitcoms and whatnot, the, the, the thing that really got me into like, properly writing was like televised comedy mm. um but i used to i used to be like one of the last defenders of canned laughter um and then i think there's a couple of videos where i think it's particularly the big bang theory one where they just cut the laugh truck out yeah and it's actually just and you just sort of like between between like where they would you know the end of one say statement and the next statement um you and the characters you're watching all gaze into the void for a bit um <laughs> Not only because, obviously, there's there's an absence where you might expect, like, a um, superimposed canned laughter, but also, like, you then realise, well, obviously, laughter's contagious, and so, like, it would you know, the laughter kind of... You either expect it from watching old sitcoms, or you might kind of feed off it, um, but without it, you realise you kind of have to take everything and what they said exactly at face value and not as, like, a, a scripted joke. And then so you, and you'd hope, particularly in the case of The Big Bang Theory, the characters realise what awful things have just been said. and um, But then, yeah, they obviously they continue to say these awful things, so I don't quite know what... They're not really learning anything, and I think that's um, that's not really constructive.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, the, the sitcoms and, like, yeah, like the situation comedies uh, can sort of totally live without canned laughter. I mean, like, the best example for me is, like, it's always. The
0: Inbetweeners like, was the first one. I think I saw that was probably, like, Oh, actually, it doesn't need the canned laughter because, like, the some of the back and forth is like it, if you if it had canned laughter, it wouldn't really work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's similarly, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, um, which, as far as I'm concerned, is like probably one of the best ever comedy sitcoms ever created. It's just incredible uh, and genius. But that's a really good one of in the same vein of like, there's no time for canned laughter. Because, like you say, it's very much the back and forth. Uh, but it's, like, legit back and forth. You know, it isn't, yeah, it isn't punctuated with canned laughs. Um, but again, I think that just comes down to the fact that the, the, the guys who write Always Sunny are, are, like, just fucking such good writers. Whereas, like, I don't know, you find, like, um, they still do American sitcoms quite frequently. Uh, like, even now, in, like, very much the old style. Uh, and they're all fucking terrible, but I mean, it's quite interesting because something I found out was that like the Americans actually know that they're, they're, they're terrible. It's like it's not as if they're like shit here, but people love them in America. It, it literally is usually the the shit here, uh and they're also shit in America. <laughs> you know, it's not as if like the Americans are sort of eat eating them up. um I mean, there are good sitcoms and like kind of laughter can be good. I mean, like I'm I'm a massive fan of. Uh, I often, I, I'm often a bit of an apologist for this in our like little click, whatever you want to call it, of like comedy snobs. But like, I'm a massive. Well, click,
0: click, click implies there's lots of people begging at the gates to come in.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there is. It's been a while since I checked. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm a big fan of Friends. Uh, like I grew up with Friends, and um, I think it's a really good show. And I think it's like it still holds up today, and like it is funny i could see like with uh, through a modern gaze like it's probably got it's probably quite problematic now but i still think it's okay you can still watch it um but yeah the kind laughter in that's okay and uh similarly you've got like um everybody loves raymond that's another one i do quite like uh again quite a safe sort of comedy show but pretty well written um then you have like loads of other stuff, like fucking what's that one? Oh god, there was one that's just painful to watch. I think it was according to Jim, which is like um Jim Belushi. Uh that's fucking shit. Um but yeah, I don't know, it's 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 really strange. I haven't like uh
0: I mean you worry you worry about people reviewing the podcast, but I mean like I think I feel like only about half of what we've talked about have we given like any sort of rationale to like and we're just going, oh, it's fucking
1: shit. Yeah, this, that's why we called it Shitcast. If you're just joining us, <laughs> hello, welcome to Shitcast, where we review uh, just things we think are shit. There's no suspense in, like, listening to the review. You not, you don't listen to us talk, like... Like, you,
0: you probably know more than we do about the things we're talking about.
1: Exactly, yeah. And also the fact that there's no, like, point in even listening to us because... We've already said it's going to be shit, so there's no point in, like listening to go. hmm, I wonder what they think about this. It's just all shit. Uh, no, I, I, it's fine. I don't really care. I mean, like people are probably already switched off after when we were talking about our teachers at school.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like, um, well, I'm sure. I'm sure if you're still listening, then you're you're privileged to um, to be part of the learning experience with us. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's a case of learning what what is good content? I'm sure our producer will, um, after like a few episodes, he'll go, I don't know, yes to the, um, I don't know, yes to any jokes you might have made. Um, Yes to the grandparents stuff. Um, Please don't mention Big Bang Theory ever again. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like it might, it might evolve like that. Um, That uh, you sort of, after a few episodes, you kind of see like, you really are banging on about canned laughter. Um, for, too, for too long. I feel like you need to kind of cut that out. No one's interested in it. Um, Candle After was retired from TV years ago. No one's talking about it. It's a has-been. So I, I'd like the idea that, um, you know, obviously the idea of Hollywood has been. So I like the idea that there's also like TV techniques that also live in a sort of anthropomorphised world where um, you have like TV concepts hanging out in like a green room. Um, a
1: bit like like kind of like Wreck-It Ralph, but with uh <laughs> with with unused television like techniques.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then like um, th- there's like there's like the candle after one. Um, what else would there be? There's um, obviously there'd be like a big one where the um, the use of the cue card, the cue card or like the um, the subtitle card, you know, before the talkies came about. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The, and then, uh, then there'll be a day. There'll be a day when the talking card just doesn't get a call in to work. Um, it turns up and it kind of goes like, "Um, hey, you know, I'm here. Um, sorry, I'm a bit late. Um, a lot of people are trying to read me on the way in. Um, this sort all of looks at me a bit strangely, but uh, I'm here all the same. And then the. Uh, and then who would it be? It would be the um. Oh, I don't know. Probably the third AD that would say, "Sorry, who are you again? <laughs> uh." Oh, I'm um, I'm subtitle card. You know, I'm um, really useful for when um, because obviously we haven't got you know a lot of sound in films at the moment. So obviously, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I think I've seen you like about ten years ago. Um, I can't, I can't see your name on the call sheet. I don't know what. Did um, did the, did the director call you? And like, oh no, no no no! I just uh, I kind of assumed I had a job. Uh, you know, and so it would go on. I'm, not, I feel like that wasn't. You yeah, got the idea of where that was going. He, he gets
1: kicked out and he has to stand out on the street and he just frantically calls uh, the piano that makes all the sort of tinkly piano music that, that usually replaces all sound just to see if he's got a job and he's also been sacked. If oh, no, they've yeah, actually yeah. Because, you know, usually yeah. it, it used to just be that, you know, you'd have the black and white footage and it was just over. It was just like, dun 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 You know, yeah, because he'd be out of a job. Well,
0: at least he's got a drinking partner. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly it will
1: just be there too in a in a hollywood bar talking about the good old yeah. days when no one no one spoke
0: yeah well no one spoke in films anyway. they obviously got to speak to each other i mean they're not they're not like they're not method actors for christ's sake um <laughs> i i can't remember how we got onto that i just feel like i had that was sort of like rolling that up like uh um like a swiss roll. didn't really want to say anything else um like rolling up a swiss roll. um ready to go and they didn't really know where to go with it so uh that's that's that for that that segment that that (laughs) what segment is that (laughs) i don't know how many segments have we had oh i don't i don't know there's the um It is worrying because like the um the the website we're using or at least one of the sites we want to try and use has like the like for making episodes it's like oh you can make segments and like you arrange segments and they're going um do we have segments i don't
1: um it's fine i'd like i don't like yeah uh there's only like one podcast i listen to that's got segments and i mean it works because it's like a it's a literature and like book themed podcast, so like that makes sense because they have like oh here's a section where we'll interview someone and then it's like oh now we'll have an ad break and when we come back, we'll tell you our book recommendations for this week sort of thing. So that works, but I mean, everything else, uh, probably the greatest podcast I've ever listened to is uh, the Blind Boy podcast. Uh, oh, that,
0: that's been on my list for a little while, I've been told. Oh, multiple man. times to listen to that.
1: Yeah, you just got to get on it. And also, like, if you can, go all the way back to the start and listen to it like, right from the start. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Uh, it, it's brilliant. It's like it's funny, but also more than anything, it's like got some great stuff on there about mental health. Um, there's some amazing interviews with some like really interesting people, like really like diverse sort of characters. Like recently, he spoke to a um, a wrestler in the WWE at the moment called Sami Zayn, uh, who is. Uh, Syrian Canadian I believe and uh, he is like just has these amazing like you know he's really political and quite politically active and um, Blind Boy ended up doing an interview with him on how like I don't know how much you know about professional wrestling but um, the way kind of the whole like storylines and stuff in professional wrestling like essentially rely on this element of like suspension of disbelief Oh yeah,
0: I've heard it's like there's a degree of like panto in it and like yeah, You're kind it's... of. A, a lot of, not like the end result, but there's a lot of like, there's almost it's almost like, um, not scripted per se, but there's like a, um, almost like a running order, and it's like you know by the end of this night, then we kind of ex- you know we kind of expecting to resolve this, and I think equally like the, there's also a lot of like um like hype talk, you know, particularly between matches where like they sort of build up this whole narrative of like you know you. You did this to me, you know. Da, 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 well, next week is your reckoning. You know, do you know what I mean? I and mean, there's, it's all like, um, it's almost like it's like RPG character creation backstory, isn't it? And it's kind of like,
1: yeah, totally. It's, it's basically, um, yeah, these sort of characters that these athletes play, um, and it's called, um, the the technical term for it is called kayfabe, and uh, I'm not actually sure exactly where that phrase comes from, but essentially it kayfabe is like the idea that like you know you get swept up in this wrestling storyline and you get really into watching these characters it's like oh shit you know this wrestler says he's going to murder this wrestler i mean not so much nowadays but like back in the 90s they were doing shit like that um but you all the fans know it's not real it's just like we know it isn't real but we're having fun you know it's suspension of disbelief um and blind boy essentially made the argument that like trump presidency has kind of become a bit like that uh in the sense of like he lives in like a complete fantasy world uh and essentially his entire life he's been surrounded by whether it's to do with his family's power or his money but his entire life basically he's been surrounded by people who just say yes to him even when he's like completely wrong um i mean i'm paraphrasing really badly so if you
0: listener,
1: one listener, uh, want to go check it out, please go check out the Blind Boy podcast because he says it much better than me, uh, and it's the Sami Zayn episode. Um,
0: the uh, but, talking but of, as we, as was saying, oh, sorry
1: Sam, all I was gonna say it was like, uh, yeah, it segments pff, doesn't matter. I I mean I'm not really fussed. I, I think. Oh no,
0: neither neither am I. I was thinking. Once we like get everything. into our groove,
1: uh, and start really riffing, really popping. Um. Yeah, it's not going to really matter. Essentially, I just want you know to talk for an hour, and then uh, yeah, hopefully people like it.
0: Yeah, hopefully. C- yeah, key word there. Um, I should talk about podcasts. Um, because something you were saying a while ago. Um, obviously not on this podcast. It's the first episode. Uh, don't ask me about it. Um, what something you were saying a while ago is like like how how does anyone get into football if they weren't like raised in football? Um, I was going to suggest um, for podcasts. Have you listened to Atletico Mints.
1: I haven't, but a mutual friend of ours has yeah. recommended it to me. Because um, I've I, I got, about, it's on my I got about
0: 13 episodes in, like a while ago. Um, obviously, like the tagline thing, I think they're called Atletico Minced on the count of it's like it's got at least 8% football. Um, nice. But, like, obviously, like most of what you listen to, like, all these you listen, like, some people might listen to it for the football talk but like it's mostly about um bob mortimer making up like alter egos for all these different like all all the people that do actually exist like steve mclaren who used to manage the england team um i think but um like you do not need to know an ounce of football i think i mean obviously, like it might it might add that little extra if you know about football but i think sort of the whole point of it is it was almost like as soon as i heard about the concept, it was almost like my ideal football podcast one that almost like pisses in the face of football do you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean like when uh when our friend uh recommended it to me uh i i was also initially skeptical because i did sort of ask him um because i think out of out of our little group of friends that we have uh i am probably the the guy who uh isn't really into football and sort of never has been, but um, yeah, it's uh, Atletico. Mints is definitely on my list. Uh, and I, I, now that you've also reassured me that you you don't need to know anything about football, I uh, I'll get probably get straight on that.
0: I mean, it's, it's not like I know much about football either. I mean, I kind of my parents aren't really sporty at all, and that you know my sisters aren't really. Um, I never was. I hated sport when I was a kid. Um, but like I think it was like learning about football was like is a useful like chameleon skill do you mean you can sort of like i found it was like well if i want to if i want to be in the conversation or like it's, it's almost like um for me it's equivalent to like you could you can learn a foreign language on like duolingo or whatnot um which is fine or you can go to a foreign country with the bit that you know and get it wrong um and so it's like it's kind of the latter about like you don't need to be like you don't need to have like an encyclopedic knowledge of football, hmm. but like, well, I say, I say what I've, I felt like I was ignored all the time, but I feel like at least I tried with like what a little bit of football lingo I understood. I think um, um, the phrase
1: chameleon skill is a really, really nice way of putting it uh-huh, because I've been in like so many situations where whether it's like the first day of a new job or like meeting a friend's dad, usually uh oh, and it's, they'll be it's like,
0: super helpful in the world of work in the UK and in the UK yeah. it's super it, helpful
1: it, exactly they, they basically turn to you and say oh uh oh are you into football and, and I've always literally been like no sorry I've always like felt the need to like follow <laughs> it up I've always like felt the need to like qualify it with an apology um because yeah. sometimes the the person that I'm speaking to it's like other than the fact that in their eyes other than the fact that we're both men uh football was the only other thing they could sort of connect with me on um and that's a lot of the time now a lot of people who work together that's the only way they can connect is like you know through mutual uh through mutual interests which is you know makes perfect sense but it does tend to be in certain places like exclusively football but i mean Funny like who? you know i don't care really i mean you know i i it, it's fine i mean if if they can't find anything else other than football, to like connect with me on. Oh yeah,
0: it's it's a bit, it's a little <laughs> bit sad if like that's your, if that's your angle. Um, yeah, it's an angle which you probably share with millions of other people. Well, maybe that's the thing. Is maybe it's like being a Catholic. It's like you you just have that, and you can go anywhere in the world and be football. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, that's what they, that's what uh, the the men tend to ask me after they ask football. They also say, "Are you Catholic?" Are and, you Catholic. And I have yeah. to say, no, sorry.
0: Because <laughs> apparently you can. I don't know if this is true. You can pray in literally any single church in the world as in like there isn't like this i don't know if this is true but like it, it's um i think there's there's this idea that any any church is you know you can pray in as a catholic or something i don't know but um but i think i think the word catholic means something like you're like all-encompassing um oh i didn't know that i might have to look that up actually i'm again to be being a ped- pedant i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look that up yeah, um, ho-
1: hopefully the people listening just aren't taking any of our, our, you know, uh our words as gospel. I mean, if, if we usually say something is a certain thing or we, we state anything as fact, we're probably wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean like I think but it's not like we're I, I don't feel we're going like this is the fact. I feel like we're going um like I think or I read. Do you mean rather than going like I know I reckon <laughs> Yeah, well that's maybe. one of my one uh, of my favorite Mabry, yeah. one of my
1: favorite Mitchell and Webb sketches. Uh, it's quite a throwaway line, but there's a bit where I think they're doing uh, they're doing the news, and um, they're doing <laughs> like it's it's like Mitchell and Webb are like the the news anchors, and uh, they talk about like they're like oh um you know if you've got an opinion uh please email in or, or or text us on this number you know and we'll read them out on the news, and then Dave Mitchell's character goes like. Uh, he goes, or maybe if you don't have a, have an opinion, maybe if you just reckon something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, if you reckon, if you reckon anything, why don't you let us know about that? And I just, I always think that's such a great line of like, because fuck me, the, around where I live, um, we used to have there's this some, a lot. There's some reckoning. So things. many reckoners. Just yeah. you know, you get chatted to someone in the village or something, and, and it is like, ah, oh, well, you see, I reckon, uh, you know that we should kill all of this racial minority or, yeah. you know, well, something...
0: I, I reckon, I reckon most people look like frogs when you really come to think about it. Exactly. And it yeah, is yeah. just like,
1: you still have to nod and say yes. But part of you is like, <laughs> I think what I am going to do one of these days is like, say, is call
0: what? people out on their racism.
1: Yeah. That. And also like, even sometimes it's just more surreal stuff. Like my, uh, yeah. my, da- my dad told me about this time when he was out back when we had our dog, uh, he was out walking our dog and he ran into another dog owner. And, uh, my dad was like, you know, you know, he's, he, my dad's dad, re- he's really social. So he doesn't really have an issue with talking to people, but he was, you know, and he mentioned the weather and he mentioned about like, uh, Oh yeah. The, the, you know, weather says next few days are going to be nice. Um, and then the guy turned to him and said, Oh yeah, but the, the, the weather people always tell you it's going to be nice when it's not going to be nice. Uh, that way they get you to pay more taxes <laughs> and and i like said to my dad i was like if i was you i i wouldn't have been able to like just take that with a straight face i would have had to i would have had to be like
0: what i'm yeah, f- sorry i'm sorry what, what the fuck are
1: you talking about
0: <laughs> like
1: I, <laughs> the guy clearly had fucking worms in his brain because he was just like what does that even mean the i the, feel like the weather report lies to you to make you pay more taxes
0: I mean there is the only the only thing I can say which I can't imagine was part of this story is that on the whole there's quite a good video um from the youtube channel school of Life about like um what do you need to do to make a rich country and obviously like um the, so not the joke of it but like the twist of it is actually um as you as you hear on it's all the things that some places do anyway and obviously these things are inherently not nice um so example for an example he so, said like if you wanted um, a weather system for the w- richest country in the world you're probably looking at something between the United Kingdom and the Netherlands for like just constant rain um, not I'm paraphrasing here um, but the the fact that if you're you know if you're raining if it's raining a lot of the time then people pay more for like foreign holidays um, people you know you don't need like anything if it's cold enough you don't have like a siesta culture um, it's sort of easier to stay inside um, and generally like It's it's, it's sort of things like that. It's it's quite interesting, Um, but uh, so that's the only thing I can think of. Like, know, bad weather makes people go to work more, as like a vague statement. Um, But I can't imagine that's what this guy was on about. I know, I I, you know, I'm not going to tell him how to do. Certainly not. I'm not going. I'm not going to tell him how to do his thing. Um, But I don't think that's what he was on about.
1: Yeah.
0: How did we get on to? Oh, we were talking about. Oh, opinions. That was it. Uh, fa- yeah, re- and, reckon, and statements of fact
1: being incorrect. Uh, um, I think those of, of you just ones... joining us, welcome to Factcast, uh, where we state <laughs> fact, yeah. state, state numerous things as fact when in fact we have when in fact we have no actual basis on which to uh, which to base them. Uh, so yeah, please ignore us if we oh, claim speaking, anything
0: to be true. Speaking of facts, just to clarify, um, the stomach intestines lungs and liver um were put in canopic jars that's a fact um because they were believed another fact uh, that they would not be needed in the afterlife um according to the ancient egyptians and uh in catholic um comes from the greek um catholicos which means uh, universal so here we go
1: okay well welcome back to uh well welcome back to podcast where we talk about putting intestines in pots uh, and then we talk about
0: what the Catholic, uh, what the word Catholic means. We're learning all kinds of things. I don't, I, I don't think Popecast would work because it, it needs to be like, it still needs like the short O of plopcast. We'd, we'd also didn't, probably, didn't
1: or, we'd also probably both need to be pedophiles <laughs> to actually do an authentic Popecast. But never mind.
0: I was kind of, I was kind of hoping it would get like. You know, maybe like the third episode, someone might say the word pedophile, but no, the first oh, sorry, episode, man. straight straight, 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 away, for the, straight for the jugular, straight away. Um, oh, that pedophile <laughs> thing's really thrown me So off. disgusted. Um, yeah, I'm horrified. Like it's kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know why you bring these things up. I know it's. Like, I guess it's like, I could see that these things are important to talk about. Um, I don't exactly think that us two on this podcast are going to solve the problem. I don't. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: No, almost um, certainly not. We're not going to solve anything.
0: Uh, that, that's not to say we wouldn't like to solve the problem. That's not from like disinterest. I think it's just it's a power dynamic.
1: Yeah. Well, for those of you just joining us, welcome to Solvecast, where we uh, <laughs> we we solve various
0: <laughs> problems. We attempt prob- to solve var- Well, welcome to the, welcome to Probcast. Probsolve.
1: Prob solve. Uh, this is, problem. Uh, Cast it away. It's the first ever podcast where two uh, boys sit down and talk for maybe just over an hour about global issues uh, with the hope that just by them sitting down talking about it, uh, it will somehow solve the problem.
0: (laughs) I was going to say that isn't that like almost like an Etonian government cabinet, but then it's more like they sit around talking about it, hoping it won't change by the mere talking about it.
1: Well, that's one of the reasons that that uh, that was a big reason that I've often fallen out with certain people who are like really political. Um, There was someone in particular who used to sort of like was quite critical of me for like not being super invested in like politics. So this was like back in 2016. So it was when like um, everyone was going nuts for like, oh, uh, well, all the reds at uni were like, uh, oh yeah, you got to vote Corbyn. You know, he's all about women's rights and stuff. And he's he's Corbyn, the golden boy. Um, And I'm not like, I'm not very political really. Um, As in, I don't follow uh, like the machinations of, of, of politics much. Uh, and this person sort of had a go at me and was like, oh, you know, you're like, you know, you're so not political, you know, you, you really need to start, like, caring about, like, you know, what the politicians are doing because, you know, it affects the country and stuff. I mean, uh, did, did,
0: I, I'd say there is a degree of, like, um, you can't... There's no, like, truly apolitical in terms of, like, you probably have a belief system about people and a belief oh, system about... Yeah, I do. Your world. I don't mean, but then also, like, the last... I think it's interesting because, like something I've learned is like the last thing that someone so let's say like you're really like virulently apolitical, like you were so disinterested, like almost you were actively disinterested. Um but then if someone comes up to you and goes, like how dare you be disinterested? Like that's the last thing you're gonna re- change because of. Do you know what I mean? You're not you're not gonna respond to someone going Isn't it's, it's in a similar way the thing like with racism. It's like you can't really just convince someone you're a racist and then go Well now you put it that way, I guess you're right. Because they don't because people generally don't believe their own like, but their their compass might be relatively like, in the or their sort of scale will be relatively in the centre, so they're not they're not really going to listen to anyone go, you're apolitical. That's a shame. You're going to go well. Do you mean it's, it's also it's not like a making someone feel ashamed might not be the best. If you want actual change, it's not really the best tool. Yeah, and so also something. like my
1: my argument was like, well. You know, my, my argument was kind of in, in, in the sense of, you know, they, they were, like, sort of having a go at me and saying, like, oh, yeah, you need to be more political, you know. You need to, like, fight for what you believe in and stuff. But then I was also like, yeah, you know, we could do that. You know, you could sort of just stand in my kitchen and, like, you know, lecture me on being political. Or, like, maybe you could do the washing up because uh, the flat was, like, a fucking tip. So, you know, I was, I've always seen myself as much more of a practical guy. I'm like, you know... I'd rather just cook tea and like clean my flat rather than like stand around or sit around, you know, debating politics. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's that sounds strange yeah, when I, get, I say it out loud. It's
0: but. um I th- yeah, I think it it's as long as um I don't know, it's it's a tricky one because also like one almost I think one of the best things you can do for your own mental health is not watch the news. Um, and that's, yeah, is, is really, I've, I've always thought I was tricky, pretty good at tricky... watching
1: the news, but I watched it the other night, and I must have made it make me really angry. So,
0: but yeah, I guess it's it's like I don't think people like either apolitical or not. It's kind of, um, I think yeah, it's it's hard to be like have like no say on anything. Like you, you will have you have a you probably have a belief system about X and Y a thing. Um, it's also like I think it's. So it's a tricky one when people say like oh, I don't think I'm going to vote this like I'm not going to vote this time round. It's kind of like well obviously that the, in a way there's your like it's your decision but then you know in some cases people fought and died for the right to vote. Although there's a brilliant um uh John Finnemore Souvenir program is a brilliant radio sketch show. Um and they do they do quite a good satire on um the idea of like the um the suffragettes and the the people that fought for the working class vote in the late Victorian era um they sort of they come as like spirits to the voting population of today and they say like just remember everyone if you don't think you're informed enough to vote don't vote which obviously <laughs> is played for is played for a joke but like it's obviously it's the idea of it's playing on the idea of you should vote because people fought and died for your rights. And oh, the joke always. Is, yeah, yeah. And, and the joke being that the people who and died for these rights are telling people if you don't know what you're doing don't vote so that's that's the broad joke I don't know obviously i I still wholeheartedly believe that like like try you know engage with it a little bit you know to the degree of like maybe even just understand what it means for you like which might be um that might be a bit basic but like you know it it's you know in in, in, a, in a more selfish world it's like well that's probably what a lot of people vote for not just you know themselves primarily yeah
1: i've just been a big believer in like you know yeah just do it because you can uh because we live in a country where you can do it so you just should even if you vote i don't know if you vote green or lib dem which you know it's got to the stage now where it's like any vote other than labor or tory is literally essentially just like pushing your vote down the toilet but even so just do it because you can yeah
0: i mean i think i did that i voted for green several years ago just because like well th- that was the time when i found uh, i thought the whole political thing was a sham so i thought what was what's the what's the least political vote i can do without spoiling the ballad um see but, i'm the
1: opposite i voted uh labor because i am a staunch anti-semite <laughs>
0: i'm not i mean i d- I, I thought the topic <laughs> would even come up at all um, uh, also, just to qualify,
1: I'm not. Uh, one thing you're going to learn quickly listening to, uh, what the hell are we called? Fact cast, plop cast yeah, cast, yeah. is um, just like the plop in the water, uh, you know, uh, I-, I was just going to try and connect that with like taking something with a pinch of salt and like the salt
0: plopping in the water, but it's totally gone out of my head. Um,
1: I mean, it doesn't weigh plop salt in the
0: water. I mean, other than like boiling rice and or pasta. Yeah, that's potatoes.
1: it. So just what I mean is when we say things, either of us say something that is so absurdly offensive, we don't really think it. It's when Tom says something joke.
0: absurdly offensive, he probably doesn't think it.
1: Just a joke. I, this is one thing I also want to hopefully open up the floor to discussion is... Um,
0: what, between us two? <laughs> yeah, just, awesome? between, just, In other just words, something, something I want to ask you. I want to ask
1: the floor... Uh, <laughs> It's just the idea of um, offensive comedy, just because I found recently uh, I've been getting into stuff that's quite, I don't know, near the knuckle, let's just say. But the idea is that, like, anything's... Ga- the, the belief of, like, a lot of comedians I've been getting into recently is, like, you know, anything's game for uh, for humour. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know, maybe that's particularly dicey. But uh, I just don't want people thinking I'm uh, any kind of ist
0: uh when i'm not uh you're not you're not a feminist no you're not a um
1: Uh, i don't know i guess i i don't even call myself that anymore i just don't see the point because uh the the best example is that like i i I used to know someone um it was i think it was like people from the feminist society uh at uni and they were sort of just saying how like they just argue all the time um I mean that's cuz they're women obviously they never fucking shut up so you know they're just constantly Jesus talking Christ. over each other they can't agree on anything but my point is is that even when, get, even when you get even when you get even when you get a bunch of feminists in a room together it's like they're still going to disagree on stuff which to me makes no sense cuz surely if they were all feminists they'd all just be able to agree but i mean you have uh you have feminists against trans people
0: you know they come in all they come in all flavors so i don't tend to well, call myself I don't, I don't i think it's like I think it's somewhat derogatory to say that they all would just argue, because I think... Um, yeah, I know, that's
1: that's my point. I was doing a bit. Yeah, I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm, just, take, I'm just taking the purse. Yeah, no, I... Uh, that's an example. Ah, you see what I did? That's a working example of what I'm talking about. I don't really think that. It's just a joke.
0: I hope so. I mean, it's also like, it, it kind of... You, you could understand if people, like... I mean, I prick, I prick my ears up. Or is it my ears were... My ears doth pricketh when I hear... I don't know, I feel like... Um, Yeah, I guess it's also a case of as long as I'm doing like reacting to it for the sake of rather than, you know, just me wanting to bully you. Because I think like (laughs) But I I think I think there are like the it for me the for many whatever opinion someone disagrees with, I think there's some people that aren't interested in like informing, but they're more interested in just like getting the point across. And I think it's like I think well I I think that's kind of you know, for them like the beauty of social media where it's like um if you just, if you say to someone, "I hope you die," it's like that's not that's not saying I want to share my viewpoint with you and this is why I think you're wrong. Um, it's not like when people say Greta Thunberg like has like contagious autism. I think that's like why. What are you trying to achieve? <laughs> contagious aut- <laughs> contagious no, I'm be- autism. No, I'm being serious. This is this is what that's people mental. say is like. I hope I don't catch your autism. It's like, are you joking? Like, these are adults talking about children here. Like what? What are you hoping to... You're not hoping to change Greta Thunberg over to your side,
1: clearly. Oh my God, that's insanity. I've never... I have... Ever... <laughs> Sorry, I just... That's a really... I shouldn't laugh. That's a really funny idea of just being able to catch autism. But then again, you see some of these fucking psychopaths who like, you know, they are going about... Is like anti-vaxxers? Where they talk about like, oh, don't give your child that but that life-saving vaccine. It'll make them autistic. It's... oh. Yeah. well
0: it's it's interesting that actually the a lot of these people actually come from like it's from quite intelligent backgrounds it's actually because it, or like generally like in 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 places where there isn't so much tertiary educations like in, in the developing world like on the whole the stature they generally rely on vaccines because they can see like well here's here's diseases that still exist here and i can be prevent i can be immune you know my Im- immunity can be given i can be given immunity to that um, or given something to develop my immunity to. Whereas, like, we haven't had polio in the UK for like 70 years or something. And so people are going, like, well, I've never seen polio. It's so, like, yeah, because either, you know, it's been almost eradicated. Do you know what I mean, like, thanks to the polio drop? Also,
1: you probably need, um, like, a microscope if you wanted to actually see polio. I think when I think when you said see polio, I'm sure you meant like see people with it. See people with polio. As soon as you said it, I was like in my mind, I was like just had someone like looking looking under the sofa cushions and like looking out the front door and being like, no, I feel like like polio's a
0: virus. I feel like polio's a virus. You might not actually be able to see it with a microscope. I can't
1: see it. Oh, maybe yeah. Well, even then, maybe maybe not then. Um, Oh,
0: well, you can see it. You can't see it. Okay. So what do I what do I assume you meant by a light microscope? My microscope was a a a light microscope that uses the uh, visible light spectrum of electromagnetic wavelengths, um, or electromagnetic energy, I should say. But uh, you can actually see the polio virus on a. What have we got a picture here? It's got a transmission electron microscope. Um, that might be the last fact for cast, I think. Um, well, not really a fact. It was just me being a pedant. No, um, alright. I, I
1: like how we've set up the dynamic. Uh... Yeah. You know, between between the two of us, I mean, you can be the pedant, I can be, uh, I don't know. You can come up with something. Well, you, you I can think, I think maybe next to me.
0: next week, what we can do is, I will, what I'll do for next when we do next week, whenever, whenever the next one's recorded, so I'll come up with a list of things, and I'll say that we're well, quite like long sentences. So I'll give you some clauses, and all you have to say is either nope, don't care, or um, no, no, me likey. So, and that's <laughs> and that's that's the show. <laughs> And that is the show. It's um, it's, it's testing, good. it's testing you. Essentially, you, it's, it's testing your apathy. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I have, I can have buckets of apathy sometimes. But I think what we'll do next time is really just fucking go to town on your apathy and what you're apathetic about.
1: And and if uh if I'm not available next time, I mean I will be because I've got nothing else to do. But uh we could always record just a soundboard you can use of me. And it's just got the two buttons of uh, of don't know, don't care, and and me likey. And all you have to do is just talk as if I'm there, and then just yeah. say like, "Oh, what do you uh, what do you what do you make of immigration?" And then you just press the button, and it's like, "Oh, me likey." <laughs> um. Also, something that might have gone out the window right now, unless we're going to do it in post, I can maybe ask our producer is. Um, And this kind of feeds into the thing of um, uh, being able to have some sort of freedom to say stuff without people holding me to account. Is I was thinking of using an alter ego for the podcast. I don't know if you want to use one.
0: Uh, No, I feel like I have an impeccable character. I don't know what you're on about.
1: Excellent. No, you do. I'm talking about me. So I was just thinking. (laughs) I uh, yeah, I might. I'm I'm still playing around with the idea of an alter ego. uh, yeah. I mean,
0: there's. I think, as I said, like if there's if there's stuff that you're embarrassed to say, don't say it. I mean, it's kind of. It's not that the, I'm embarrassed about the
1: stuff. It's just of what people's reactions are going to be. I don't want to get like people phoning me, being like, "Listen, we were listening to
0: uh, <laughs> was, we were listening to that podcast <laughs> no one listens to." And uh, what was it? What was re- it called? Um, Splatcast? Was Splatcast. It? No, no, it's plop. It's plopcast. It still begins with the p. Uh,
1: and uh, you said some really offensive stuff, so I don't know.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna send you anthrax in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I think like we really uh we covered a lot tonight. And
0: uh I've I've been thinking about what to call the episode as soon as I have an idea so nope, something else comes up. Um we'll figure that out. Maybe we'll just um maybe we'll draw some things out of a hat.
1: Yeah, um, or um probably I mean, yeah, I was thinking we either use like a a William S. Burroughs-esque cut-up machine to, like, come up with, like, really absurd episode titles. Or, like, or... a Dardorist,
0: a dadaist episode title.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or um, what we could do is we just keep recording uh, until we get to an actual podcast we're happy with and say it's, like, podcast number <laughs> seven. We change yeah. the name of all preceding podcasts to just skip to number seven.
0: Maybe. I, mean, I know that Athletico Mints, they actually in the first episode, they have... Um... To actually, say, like, um, if you're do, you just doing this, maybe skip forward to about episode eight when it really kicks off. What, did, so you th- I think, what I think, did you
1: think about that? I'm guessing you listened to it right from the start.
0: Oh, no, I listened to it right from the start just to see nice. what we're on about, and like, I can see what they're saying. But like, um, it's almost like you kind of go, Whatever you do, do not listen to this episode. Then your mind goes, I'm gonna listen to this episode.
1: Just put that in the description, just say, Please don't listen to this episode because I'll use reverse psychology. W- one of our, one of our, uh, one of our podcast hosts, who demands that he wants to go by an alter ego, says some really offensive things about women.
0: I feel. I mean, we've gone. We've gone over time, but I can't. I can't leave that there. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I can't I'm trying
1: leave to. That. Uh, I'm trying to um, appeal to the. Uh, I have been thinking about like trying to appeal to different crowds. You're trying to I get the misogynists on board because you believe they have money. The misogynists, yeah, and also the incels. Um, yeah, I know the incels have their parents' money, and I think that's a good place to like
0: mainline it. Um,
1: well, they have they have
0: the like the gray the gray pound buy association. <laughs> yeah. Should we should we wrap up? I feel like this is gonna. <laughs> is this I'm gonna, I'm gonna go? let you. I'm gonna let you wrap up. My
1: initial idea was that we'd uh, we'd basically start talking, and then we could like fade in and have the audience come in like in media res on our conversation, but. You actually did it, you know, like a professional, uh, and actually uh, oh, I'm welcomed sorry. people. I'm to... so,
0: oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, don't no, apologize. For, for, um, for fucking no, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just be less professional, like you. I'll be, <laughs> I'll, I'll come over. I'll sit. Do you know what I'll do. I'll, I'll record it on my phone and just pretend. I won't even, I won't even have a microphone. And do you know, what? I'll, I'll plug my guitar in next time. And I'm just going to speak into my guitar because I'm sure that it, it can. Eventually,
1: I'm going to scream into my guitar. <laughs>
0: Because I'm sure if I if I was close enough and there was very little vibrations in the room, I'm sure I could just, um, I could speak into a guitar. I'm sure I could do. Um, but you know, such a but such as such a pedant am I that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a pop shield and I'm gonna have, um, a dynamic mic and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an audio interface. Um, and damn it, one day Tom, you will too.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm recording this. I'm. I'm lying down as I record this, and I'm just talking into. Uh, I'm talking into a, uh, an earbud.
0: <laughs> you're talking to an. You've. You've got an AirPod like in your mouth. Yeah, I just jammed
1: um, it right in my mouth. Yeah, I, I've actually got a really high voice. You just. You're listening to all this recorded inside my head. It's inside my <laughs> skull, so it just sounds like I've got a really deep voice.
0: It's no, just, just bounce, uh, bouncing off your bone.
1: I'm hoping that uh, all this money I fucking dumped on the uh on this microphone uh will will be worth it in that we can yeah get this podcast moving and uh actually have some interesting stuff to talk about but uh I think one thing we can we can take from this week is that we uh well welcome maybe... welcome
0: to welcome to Plop Post it's That's the uh... Plop Post <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not boasting that I've got money. I, in fact, I'm the opposite. I'm saying I, I spent what little money I had on a, on an expensive microphone. Because, the
0: producer made you. Because
1: the producer made me in the hopes that uh, this, this will somehow help me. I don't know what get a job, move house. I don't know. We'll see.
0: It, it, it might be quite a while before you can move house on um, <clears> them, <throat> on whatever, <clears throat> whatever pickings this makes.
1: Yeah, it's that new kind of money. It's that air money. It's like the money that doesn't exist.
0: Oh yeah, like the sort of the uh, like the, the stock value of how that changes the money is just sort of generated in that regard. Um, I mean, we could we could do adverts. Although I feel like if any sponsors heard us do adverts, I feel they might not. Uh, they might not be so willing to pay out.
1: It's all right. We can. It's good because uh, advertise like we could just advertise like lo- really low down shit like uh, gambling websites and stuff. <laughs> the usual gambling websites. Yeah, get pornography, Viagra. We can just, you know, the, really, the,
0: really lewd anime, computer games.
1: Exactly. They they will find us, so we can advertise stuff like that. When you've got like, you know, you could have um, you've got the big comedians advertising stuff like beer fifty two, and uh, you know, uh, services that people you know, or like advertising Sky or something, you know. But for people like us, they'll just give us like the uh, yeah the gambling websites
0: well maybe we could do one was like do you like gambling here's a list of all the gambling sites and sort of condense it all into one advert um, only only if
1: they pay us though i don't want to send people there for free
0: <laughs> oh no like that's just, yeah. that's just monstrous isn't it we're
1: just at that point we're just trying to hurt our fans not <laughs> no, that we have any <laughs> but it's like we're actually
0: trying to hurt people well maybe if we set up a patreon eventually what we could say is um uh, you know, again, recruiting different audiences. We're trying to recruit the gamblers in. Um, what we'll do, as well as as well as having Patreon, you know, like behind the scenes stuff, wherever that is. Um, you know, T-shirts with my face on it. Um, you know, whatever we set up. Maybe we can have like a like a a, a, a Patreon Premium Bond, um, where they use other people's money to pay Patreon <laughs> pay books. One, to pay Patreon Box one lucky Patreon some of the money back um to just run a fucking ponzi scheme through patreon oh well,
1: now we've got a plan
0: yeah um i feel like i might um go and get a glass of water because i tell you what i've been doing a lot of good talking and i feel like i need uh i need some hydration i don't know about you
1: no yeah i could always do some hydration we can you, definitely you, I you can, call you it here
0: you can get all the shit out of your mouth and uh <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. All right. Well, thank you uh, to the
1: one man listening to this.
0: Uh... You, you're very welcome, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Um, I don't know why I did that. I feel like I've that's the thing I've started doing. I'm going to start doing that. Just doing like a, um, like a trombone, so a series of shitty trombone notes whenever there's a terrible joke.
1: Yeah, sure. Go for it. You've got my concern. Yeah.
0: Um, and on that note, uh, we've got a plan, um thank you to anyone who did listen um we'll see yeah we'll see how the rest of this series turns out um we might you know we might get like a handful of episodes we might get hundreds of episodes um we might get a super injunction who knows i think that's the whole the whole point of this is the learning curve so um until then i guess um sweet dreams bye